if you've ever walked down on the beach barefoot, then you know that uh, the feeling of, of being barefoot, well, this is just barefoot all over. Well, it turns out one of the perks of having a beautiful state with a lot of sunshine is people want to come and visit. And some of those people want to come visit naked. Nude recreation is a $4 billion industry. It's great. But there's a lot of things that people want to know. We'll answer those questions ahead. Florida's Fourth Estate with hosts Ginger Gadsden and Matt Austin, the show where we bring Florida into focus. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate, where we're going to peel back the layers. And the layers this week, close. We're going to peel off everything. Hmm. So why are you dancing like that? What is? Because that's what you do. It was kind of. It was kind of (laughs) seductive. It was kind of sultry, right? No. That's the problem. That's if that's how you behave every time you don't have clothes on. This is why they don't want people in public naked. That's why you think that's the only reason. I think there are plenty of reasons. She's Ginger Gatson. I'm Matt Austin. We've got another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate for you today. And yes, for a big chunk of this show, we're going to talk about nudism. We're just going to do it. It is a four billion dollar industry in the state of Florida. It's here. Deal with it, right, Ginger? I need you to choose your words more carefully. A big chunk of nudism. That's that does not sound pretty. But yes, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Way but to we're go. to talk about some headlines beforehand. Yeah, yeah, we it's do need to talk news. about some headlines. And this first story is crazy. Okay, it is multi-layered. I'm going to need you to stick with me for this because the cops got a call about a guy stealing a jet ski. Okay, and so they needed to get out on the water quickly to capture this guy who stole a jet ski. So to do that, they went over to the boat dock. They found a little family there who was getting ready to go on the water. And they said, can we take your boat? Here is the body cam footage of that. Yes, sir. We got a guy down here that's trying to steal a jet ski. You want to you take the boat? You can take it, come back. Okay, so this family actually yeah. lets them take their boat out on the water, Ginger. They get out there. And it turns out they were able to find this guy fairly quickly because, as you can see, the jet ski right here is it's not moving. There. It's no. just just kind of floating out mm-hmm. in the middle of nowhere. Here's what happens. Here's, 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 he's clinging to it. Here's what happens. Okay, check this out. Come over here. What? That's the question we all want the answer to. You're going to take the jet ski, yet you don't don't know how to swim. So here's what happened with this guy, okay? He went out to steal this jet ski. He couldn't get it started, so he untethers it and just shoves it out. So now he's just floating in the middle of nowhere. The cops find him. turns out, so he's floating in this jet ski, and he does not know how to swim. That's not how that works any of it works first of all i like how the cop is lecturing him as he's floating out to him you, he's like let me understand this from afar you took a jet ski but don't know how to swim just check it he asks the question immediately that we're all thinking as we see this story this next story also involves a boat matt so there was this guy he was arrested in claremont police say that he exposed himself so they were looking for him and he ran 
he ran and hid under a boat dock. So they found him. Yeah, there, there's his mugshot. Um, <laughs> the rest of the story gets really crazy because when they find him, he swears he did not expose himself to some young girls. He says, and I quote, I was just stretching. <laughs> that's, that's not how stretching works, sir. And I don't know what you're calling it these days, but that's not stretching. I mean, he what? stretched the truth. <laughs> that's what he stretched. Uh, I wonder if when the officers got there, he was like, <laughs> Not very flexible. I don't know how they saw anything, officer. I was just over here stretching. Stretching. Just doing so, my thing. You know how we stretch. It is just, I, I just find that story so ridiculous. Like, if you're going to commit a crime, at least have some excuses lined up that might sound reasonable. This guy just thought of the, whatever popped into his head, and that was it. My guess is he had a little time to think about this excuse, and that's the, the best. What you got that's better? I mean, how do you how do you say you accidentally exposed yourself to somebody without? Well, I was stretching. <laughs> do you believe that? I was I was just stretching. I, I got dressed in a hurry. So finally, of the crazy stories we had this week, one really rocked our world as a gentleman claimed. <laughs> Wait a minute. We should just give people a quiz. <laughs> we should just. Okay. What what do you how do you want to quiz them? Like, do we have a picture? Yeah, we actually do. Okay. Let's just bring it up. Okay. So you choose the dog in this story. Wait, which one's the dog? I can't um, tell. I think the one on the left is the dog. (laughs) So a guy, a guy at night was walking along a path and he, he could have sworn he saw a dog on a leash. And in fact, he got close enough to this dog on the leash to realize Mm -hmm. very quickly it was an alligator, a rather large one, that took a chunk out of his leg. Was he trying to pet it? Even if I saw a random dog on the leash in the dark, I would probably not be running after it. So I don't, that's where things get a little fuzzy in the story. What was he trying to do to this dog out there? Well, it turns out nothing. The dog did something to him. I just mm-hmm. don't understand how you think that this gator, and this is not the offending gator, so sorry. to the This is an innocent gator photo. on the beach. <laughs> Ignore. But this is a real-life dog that we were seeing there. I don't know how you get those two confused. A gator is so low to the ground. Did you think it was like a wiener dog, maybe? I don't know. I- I don't understand. Yeah, there's They're so quite many different so many shapes, questions. different colors. I'm thinking it was late. I'm thinking there were a few cocktails maybe involved in this mix-up. Okay. Well, I love that we're educating people now and telling them the difference between the dog and the gator. Yeah. So you don't make this mistake at home. All right. Stick with us. Coming up after the break, we take a deep dive into the $4 billion nudist industry in the state of Florida. Get cuddly, get ready, strip down, and meet us after the break. Well, it turns out one of the perks of having a beautiful state with a lot of sunshine is people want to come and visit. And some of those people want to come visit naked. 
no clothes. And there's a variety <laughs> of ways to do so. It turns out it's a $4 billion business, and we are talking about it today on Florida's fourth estate, aren't we, Ginger? Yeah, we certainly are, Matt. And the perfect person to do this is Eric Shutoff with the American Association for Nude Recreation, which I didn't know that was a thing. But when you say something makes $4 billion, it is definitely a thing. So what I'm hoping will happen today is that we're just going to, like, put our cards all on the table, just lay it all out there. And we're putting people, our clothes on the table, actually, <laughs> and get people comfortable <laughs> and having them recognize like, oh, this is really something that is maybe interesting for a lot of people who never heard about it. I know I thought I was going to get the giggles when we spoke with him the very first time. And I'm like, you know, I walked away, I learned so much from that conversation. Eric, Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. We're delighted to be here this afternoon with you. And I'll, I'll tell you that we welcome questions from everyone. We understand people have questions about new recreation. We're always happy to answer them. So uh, it's great. But there's a lot of things that people want to know, like what could I expect on the first visit to a nude beach or a nudist resort? What are some of the do's and don'ts perhaps on a visit? People also want to know, why do you enjoy doing this, right? And that's probably the most common question I get. It's a perfectly natural question. And if you've ever walked down on the beach barefoot, then you know that uh, the feeling of, of being barefoot, well, this is just barefoot all over. And that's why it's so fun to do. <laughs> You give a good sales pitch. I'll give you that. But I feel like my anxiety in front, I get laying out in your backyard naked. I could see some fun. I could see some enjoyment in that. Sorry to my neighbors. But yeah, it could. But being around the other people, that feels like the part where things get weird and you're just like overanalyzing am I in shape enough? Did I wax enough? Am I tan enough? You you're know, making like, it weird. It is. Well, I thought that's I'm trying to get you into my head with all of this. It feels weird to me. Actually, the nudity becomes a great equalizer. We often say you don't know a bank president from a bus driver and everything else. Every person is a beautiful person. And we're just a little bit more equal when we're in our birthday suits. And talk a little bit about the safety aspect, because I would want to know that you know, I'm not next to someone who's just there as a creeper. Do you do the clubs do a deep dive into people's backgrounds? The, the answer is yes. Our clubs do have a, a number of procedures that they follow. Again, a good reason to call the club ahead of time. But also they will have some forms and identifications and, and procedures that they will follow. Yeah. And they'll let you know about what those are. Because, again, we want a comfortable nurturing guest experience for your first visit or your 50th visit. You've had four kids who have grown up around this whole situation. There are going to be people out there who say, that's a little much for me. I don't think naked kids should be around naked adults they don't know. What do you say for folks who are a little creeped out by that aspect of things? Well, the first thing I would say is that there are different clubs within AENR. We have about 200 of them in the United States, Canada, and beyond. So there's a lot of clubs to choose from, and they, they vary. But I feel like as Americans, we are really hung up on our bodies. And you know, I have friends who are from Europe, and they just don't have the same hang-ups as we do. Do you think that's part of it? I will say if 
more people embrace nude recreation or could be comfortable with body acceptance, it would contribute to health and better health and wellness. And a good example is how many people put off going to the doctor and having important health screenings, things like the breast exam or other medical procedures because they're not as comfortable with their body. I know so many people these days who are so hung up on every little piece of their body. They're covered with Botox and fillers and implants. They spend tens of thousands of dollars to try to get themselves to look just the way they want to look. I kind of have some respect for somebody who's like, you know what? I'm going to let it all hang out. This is me, baby. <laughs> Drink it in. If you don't, then you don't have to play volleyball with me. So I, I get it. Now, I'm I'm not showing up to a resort. That's not my thing. But I totally respect and I, I get that mindset of like, this is it. This is me. Ginger, are you starting to, you start to you feel that I mean, way? I'm super shy. So I probably am not going to go, but I'm not going to judge anyone else for going, especially when you talk about the health aspect. That's something I had not even really considered. And I, I think that, you know, if you're, some people are like, oh, I have to lose weight before I even go see a doctor. No, go now, go now, go as you are. That's the best way to do it. So I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that, you know, it makes a whole lot of sense. It is. It contributes to better health. And uh, it's just the other thing to recognize is that no one is a perfect 10 within a nudist environment. People are who they are and it's who you are on the inside that people quickly come to respect and appreciate who you are on the inside. And that is one thing you will hear people say. You'll, they'll say, if I go to a nudist Don't resort... Don't say it. Nobody there is a supermodel, right? Like, so I don't even know how to ask this question, but I'm asking it there anyway. You go. So like when you go to, is it a, are there people there who look like they're like coming from South Beach or is this mostly like, take me into the demographics. Is it 55 and older most of the time? Or are we talking about people who, with six packs and, you know, flat stomachs? What? First of all, what you're going to find is it's people from all walks of life, from the grandparents with the toddler, uh, grandchild in tow, to college students and everybody on uh, in between. So people from all walks of life, including those of us who could stand to use, lose a few pounds because we're it's a cross-section of, of culture. What we do tend to find in resorts or higher-end travel Yes, it does tend to be a little bit older, uh, a little bit um, more along financially. Yes, and some of the higher end travel because they have the means to travel. But we've got folks that go and enjoy tent camping in a quiet retreat. And uh, those tend to be your college students who are part of a volleyball tournament. or So it really is a cross-section of culture throughout that's such a great answer because i'm i'm going to be the person to say it matt that was a shallow question he wanted to know if there was a hot or not well, hot section. why do you think i'm here ginger to ask the shallow <laughs> questions but that was a perfect answer you know you were wondering you wanted to know yeah. now we all know <laughs> so well eric i i think you're a great representative of this Absolutely. even though it's something we may not all, like you said, it's not for everybody, but I do, I always find it interesting to learn more about 
why people do this, especially if we're talking about millions of people here. Why do they do it? It seems so foreign to me. I don't understand it. But you really do give a good glimpse into that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate your take. I appreciate the fact that not only did you wear clothes, you wore a full long sleeve shirt and a tie. <laughs> like going, you know, might as well have a park on right now. So I know that that's not easy for you. I appreciate that, my friend. Sure thing. And I can't stop being a lawyer totally. So uh, that's, that was welcome as well. Exactly. But Matt and Ginger, we hope at some point uh, you could come and join us at a resort and we could see more of you. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a showstopper right there. Okay. <laughs> Coming up, a look at next week's Florida's Fourth Estate. Hey, welcome back to Florida's Fourth Estate. We have loved having you this week, but I'm going to tell you next week, it might be even better, Ginger. Oh, our show next week is going to have some bite because we are talking to the folks from Gatorland and we've got some really great advice, mainly uh, not to listen to Matt Austin when it comes to escaping the grips of a gator. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right away, this man's not going to survive, but you will because we're going to give you all the information on why gators are so aggressive right now. Uh, mating season's over, it's nesting season. So we're going to tell you what to do if you encounter one of these nests next week on Florida's Fourth Estate. If they want your arm, give them your arm. Not. Bad advice. <laughs>